Welcome to room 4216. I'm so glad you've come. Reading the Bible can be difficult. Not to mention understanding it. Having a disability such as blindness or another can be difficult too. Sometimes it feels like God's not even there. But in room 4216... God shows us His path and we find we are not alone. Hi, everyone. It's Cecilia. And it's Pastor Dave. Good to be back with you again, Pastor Dave. And you too, Cecilia. And all of you out there as well. Of course. We love gathering here in room 4216 as we study God's Word. Yeah. And what are we studying now, Pastor Dave? The book of Philippi. Several people ask for the book of Philippi. The book of Philippi? Oh, um, oops. Philippians. <laughs> Written to the people in Philippi. That's the city name. Ah. And so the book is the Philippians. Book of Philippians. So what can you tell me about Philippi? Well, it is a city that is a Roman uh, colony. Um, it was actually founded by the Greeks, named after Alexander the Great's father, Philip the Great. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's the first city in Europe. And this was the first city that the gospel came to outside of Asia Minor. We'll get into that more later, more later on that. But let's just stop there with the city of Philippi now. It's a special European Roman colony. Okay, and uh, what is the book of Philippians? Is it, a, is it history? Is it, uh, uh, what is it? It was written by the Apostle Paul to the church that was there in Philippi. And in this, uh, he did many different things in this book between giving thanks, some exhortations. Exhortations? Uh, What's an exhortation? Uh, a kind of a direction, a command. Uh, something that the way we should live, okay. um, as well as then uh, uh, um, um, some other directions on life. Mm -hmm. uh, and again, he does some more thank yous. Ah. Yeah, Paul's uh, a neat guy. All right. So tell me, what, what can you tell me about uh, something about the Apostle Paul? There's quite a bit in the New Testament. Oh, about my guess. Yes. In fact, uh, uh, we could do a whole, whole episode. Not episode, a whole book on Paul. Because a whole bunch of studies on Paul. Acts chapter 9 to the end of the book of Acts is all about Paul. Mm. And so we can't really delve into that deeply. Let's just say this much. He was a very active Jew who actually fought against Christianity and wanted to crunch it and, and squelch it and destroy it. In fact, he was on his way to a city to do that when uh, Jesus, um, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Appeared. Appeared, yeah, to him and says, Saul, Saul, stop persecuting Wait, Saul? me. Saul? That was really his name, yes. And uh, at, this is in Acts chapter 9. Mm -hmm. And at, he became a Christian then because he understood from a fellow Christian what this vision was about, who he saw on the road. And he became blind for a few days, did yes, he not? Yes, he did. Mm -hmm. 
And he chose at that point to use his Roman name, which is Paul or Paulus, mm-hmm. and uh, because uh, he was now then to be the missionary into the Roman world. There's one other interesting thing about Paul. Fellow kinsmen, Romans, I have done nothing wrong against the law of the Jews or against Caesar himself. It is because of the hope and what God has promised in our Jewish faith that I was on trial and sentenced to death. This is the promise of our religion that we are hoping to see fulfilled as we serve God day and night. Why should any of you consider it incredible that God raises the dead? I preach that they should repent and turn to God. I have had God's help to this very day. And so I stand here today to testify to small and great alike. I am saying nothing beyond what our scriptures said would happen, that the Christ would suffer, and as the first to rise from the dead, would proclaim light to his own people and to the Gentiles. And so I bow my head and give it to this faith. For to me, to live is Christ, and to die is gain. Your God is your only hope, for die you shall. So Paul was executed. Yeah, yeah. Died for the faith. Right after he wrote Philippians? No, we don't think so. Um, he was in prison when he wrote uh, to the church at Philippi, but we think he actually was released from that uh, ah. imprisonment. It was a house imprisonment. He went and on another trip. That, oh, I'm sorry? What did that mean? House, house prison? imprisonment. House imprisonment meant he, he had to stay in that house there was a guard, uh, a Roman soldier on guard all the time. People could come and go. They could bring him things, but he had to stay in that room. Okay, but you said that uh, he was released from that yes. imprisonment. Yes, yeah. Uh, he appealed to Caesar, and Caesar found him not guilty okay. at least once, we know of. And okay. then he did one more trip, and then it was at the end of that trip that he was executed. Now, that being the end of Paul's life, let's go back, though, to the part of Paul's life that actually brought him to Philippi to connect with these people and start the church. Mm -hmm. I've 
gave you the book of Acts, chapter 16, if you could open it up and read. Okay. I think verse 6 is the beginning of that section. Here it is. Paul and his companions traveled throughout the region of Phrygia and Galatia, having been kept by the Holy Spirit from preaching the word in the province of Asia. When they came to the border of Mysia, they tried to enter Bithynia, but the Spirit of Jesus would not allow them to. So they passed by Mysia and went down to Troas. During the night, Paul had a vision of a man of Macedonia standing and begging him, Come over to Macedonia and help us. Hey, where'd that voice come from? Eh, Don't worry about that. It was the text. Keep on reading. After Paul had seen the vision, we got ready at once to leave for Macedonia. Bet you're wondering where the we came from? This is the first time it shows up, the we. Luke is the writer of the book of Acts, and we think this is pretty much where he hooked up with Paul. That's why the we. But go on reading. Uh, We got ready to leave for Macedonia, concluding that God had called us to preach the gospel to them. From Troas, we put out to sea and sailed straight for Samothrace, and the next day on to Neapolis. From there, we traveled to Philippi, a Roman colony and the leading city of that district of Macedonia. Well, here we are in Philippi. Now what? Yes, now what? This place seems to have only Gentiles, Roman citizens, and Roman soldiers. But this is where the Spirit of Jesus led us. Are you sure about that vision? It wasn't just the meal you had that night? Oh, that's so funny. No, it was a vision of Jesus. I am sure of that. Now let me see, being a Jew, if I wanted to gather with other Jews, where would I go? How about down by the river? Good a place as any. Let's try it. Good day, one and all. I am Paul. I give thanks to the Lord of heaven and earth for this wonderful day. Welcome. We too give thanks to the Lord of heaven and earth for this wonderful day. From whence did you come? I travel here and there from Antioch all the way down to Jerusalem. In all my travels, I seek out God's people to listen, to learn, to teach, and to share. My name is Lydia. Please, share with us. Teach us of what you have learned. Indeed. Thank you, Lydia. People of Israel, listen to me. The God of Israel chose our fathers 
He made the people prosper during their stay in Egypt. With mighty power, God led them out of that country. Then the people asked for a king, and he gave them Saul. Saul ruled for forty years. After removing Saul, he made David their king. He testified concerning this David. I have found David, son of Jesse, a man after my own heart. He will do everything I want him to do. From this man's descendants, God has brought the Savior Jesus, as He promised. Brothers, children of Abraham, and you God-fearing Gentiles, it is to us that this message of salvation has been sent. Through Jesus, everyone who believes is justified from everything you could not be justified from the law of Moses. Thank you, Paul, for speaking to us. Will you come and speak to us again? I would be glad to do so. Paul, you have spoken to us for many weeks about Jesus. I believe he is the one promised of old who would come and save us from our sins. I want to be baptized in his name. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Paul, you and your companions have been such a blessing to us. I know life has been difficult and your living arrangements are not good. Please, come and stay at my house. Being a woman of wealth, by God's blessing, I have more than enough room for you all. If you consider me a believer in the Lord, then come and stay at my house. Thank you. We will. You no-good-for-nothing pretend prophet of Israel. I don't know how you did it, but my slave, Dulos, no longer can tell the future. You were only using her to make money. That's right. I was, and that's what slaves are for. Now she can't make me money. Nor can she tell the future for Roman citizens here in Philippi. And for that, I'll tell you your future. You are going to the marketplace in front of the magistrates, and they'll have you whipped and thrown into jail.
We wouldn't be here in chains if you hadn't had that vision. I wish it were the meal you had that night. God will work it out. God? Not sure where he is. All we have here are Rome's finest criminals. Don't forget, our Lord was crucified between two criminals. He loves criminals. Just trying to lighten the mood. Hmm, that's a good idea. Let's sing. She alleluia donai. She What just happened? That was no mere earthquake. That was the angel of God who released us from our chains. Look, the door is even open. Note to self. I've seen gang rumbles, belly jiggles, and milkshakes. But this is the first God quake. What now, Paul? Shall we leave? No, we can't just leave. The jailer is a Roman soldier. If we leave, he will be killed because of negligence. God freed us, not his negligence. Jailer, we are all here. The God who freed us from our spiritual chains has freed us from our earthly chains. Give me a light. Let me see for myself. Sure enough, you're here. How could this be? You heard me speak of Jesus last night who died and then came back to life. He destroyed death and forgives sins. It is he who opened these doors and freed us from our shackles. Sirs, what do I got to do to be saved? Believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved, you and your household. I do believe. Now, let me take you all to my house and care for your wounds. Thank you. And we shall baptize you. And in that washing, you will have the assurance that God has washed away your sins and made you spiritually whole. I am so glad you are here. You may stay here at my house. Rest up and heal as long as you like. Thank you for your kind offer. The citizens of Philippi, however, have made it very clear that we are no longer welcome in their city. Where will you go? To the next town, to preach and teach and share of Jesus. Let me come with you. No, you stay here. Encourage the brothers. Witness to your faith. Show acts of mercy. Let the people of Philippi see Jesus through you. 
It won't be easy, but our life in Jesus has never been said to be easy. Christ our Savior is with us to help us. May Christ be with you too. How did all this get started if he left town? <laughs> it is kind of weird or odd, isn't it? It is. Well, the thing is, is there were several people that were converted before he left town. Lydia, who he met down by the river, she was a businesswoman, a strong businesswoman in the Greek culture there. Hmm. And, and she was uh, one of the converts. Then there was also, uh, of course, the jailer that we heard about in his oh, household. Yes. And there probably were a few more. The key thing to remember about this little church is we should not get disturbed. We should not get discouraged by small beginnings. That's not always easy to do, is it? Oh, absolutely. But when God is involved then big things can come from small beginnings. Amen. Well, Cecilia, we're going to have to stop for this week in the book of Philippians. We didn't get very far, but all this was so important to understand before we get into the book itself. Mm -hmm. If you want to write to us, uh, talking about letters, you can send us a letter. Yeah, send us an epistle, please. (laughs) Write to info at not-alone.net. You can search us out on Facebook, look for room 4216, or Pastor Dave Andrus, A-N-D-R-U-S, and as always... Do you have any other words we might start with instead of and as always? And remember... Oh, and nothing else? Um, um... How about, please remember? That's the same thing as and remember. No, it's please. Never forget... Okay, never forget, we are not alone. I will lead you who are blind by the ways you have not known. Along unfamiliar paths, I will guide you. I will turn the darkness into light before you and make the rough places smooth. These are the things I will do. I will not forsake you. Interlude musicians Terry Nord and Robert Vaughn, additional dramatists Brent Ford, Carrie Ford, and Jack Link, 
Much of the dialogue was taken from Acts chapter 16, and Paul's speeches were taken from Acts chapters 13, 24, and 25. In the name of the Father, and the... I don't think they had clocks back then. And as always, we remember... Oh, hmm. Let's try it again. We, we are, are not, not alone. alone. Uh.